This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to D&D, the Dinner Party Role-Playing Podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, James Gressel. With me today are all the fun people. Say hi, fun people. Oh, hello. Hello, fun people. Very excited to be back recording. It's been a couple weeks uh, due to some scheduling issues, but we're back at it. So thanks, everybody, who listened to the uh, last Comfort Foods episode with Swish and Flick. Uh, It was a lot of fun to record. I hope that you guys enjoyed listening to it. They did, but they want to hear more about the adventure. Gressel. They want to follow the team and keep up with what we're doing and they want, and I'm ready for it. I'm ready for us to continue. Uh, I'm ready to kick some Thran and Cran ass or uh, thank them for being good leaders. I'm ready. <laughs> I like the first option. I like the first option. We are back at it. I'm excited to keep the adventure going too. We have plans in place to keep the adventure going all throughout the rest of the summer, so we made plans. Hot I told dice people on summer? the subreddit. Is that I something? Told them, I don't know. You did? Oh, where do you summer? No, yeah, because the subreddit, they were like, oh, I like, uh, you know, I just missed the adventure. And I was like, dude, I get it. Me and Mike oh, are yeah, getting yeah. killed I with work right now, but we made plans. We got you covered. We should be good. Now, uh, with that, with that <laughs> thought concluded, I need to go back to what Gressel just said. I'm not going to let him get away with that. <laughs> what? <laughs> What did you just say, my what dude? What did he say? I didn't catch it. I I'm trying to be hip with the kids. I is, noticed. What, <laughs> what kind of summer are we about to do? I said hot dice summer. Hot dice summer. What the heck's oh, a hot, hot dice? dice summer? Hot dice summer. I'm into it. Hot? I don't like how it makes you my could, skin feel, but I'm... rolling crits and stuff. Yeah, my DM oh. says it's happening, so... Dude, you're sounding pretty chuggy right now, I'm, I gotta tell you. Language is beautiful. Thanks, Brits. We're, we're in the top 50 podcast char- fiction podcast charts That's in England, so, so cool. thanks, yeah. thanks yeah. UK, yeah. for, for giving, that, gifting us chuggy and for also listening to our podcast. That chuffs me to bits. <laughs> so oh, yeah. right. right. I'm sorry for ever attempting anything resembling a... Uh, any kind of accent from the British Isles. <laughs> I've been stewing in British slang because I wrote a lot into my Shaun of the Dead kill count. I wanted to properly represent I love them. British slang. That's I great. wish to be a pub hooligan. I yes, want Chelsea's biggest be dream life. is to be a pub lad. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be in a pub with, with the lads. In any case, let's get back to the adventure. That's what That's what the people want. Let's do it. Uh, when last we left you guys off, oh yeah, uh, no food yet, but food soon. That was part of our plans. Food soon. Mm-hmm. Food very, food very summer. soon. Hot food summer. <laughs> Some of my oh my god, just <laughs> eating goulash. Just goulash hot goulash kind of summer. That's a galosh. A galosh. That's the same word, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, languages. Language is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> We're all over the place in our opinions on language today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just goofing. Let's goof. We're in a goofy place. It's an afternoon. We're going to do it. Uh, Food soon. 
the food, I can't wait to do it. Uh, will be some. Uh, will involve some melted cheese, as you guys uh, have learned. A uh, big part of Middleton, their cheese and the melting of it. And you find yourselves uh, currently in the melting pot inn named for such cheese melting. You have taken uh, to rest after arriving in Middleton and finding the scene not quite as you expected it. Uh, you have arrived at the city in the midst of a great festival, the cheese festival that they have here uh, in the fall. Margarine uh, has heard tales of this before. Uh, and Flack has some experience in Milton as well, uh, though Marjorie has never been here for the festival, uh, I believe. Yeah, even though the townsfolk seem in good spirits, especially uh, Jacques, the cheesemaker whose cheese was sh- was chosen to be melted after it weighed more than the weight of Middleton. The townsfolk are, are you know, in good spirits, but they are being led right now by a couple of uh, interesting characters who don't really fit the description of a town mayor. Demons, one might say. <laughs> Demons, monsters, creatures. They don't really fit the usual description of, uh, well, I guess all of those could be applied to politicians, couldn't they? Yes. Um, oh, get them. I love comedy about just politicians i know right like oh man i got him (laughs) (laughs) remember the late 90s yeah in any case they are yes monstrous creatures thran the marrow drinker and cran the dream spoiler currently in charge of middleton you learn from an unnamed servant that they have taken up residence inside the mayor's home the mansion that is well i guess mansion might be a little bit extreme to call it that but yeah, we know mansions. Right? <laughs> it does pale in comparison to your mansion. Good. But the mayor's house, which is up on a little hill uh, across the town square on the opposite side of town from the inn where you guys are now, uh, that's where Thran and Cran have holed up. You have devised the plan of sneaking into that home to get more information about what their motives might be, and you have a couple of backup plans, the most extreme of which is... Uh, murder them and put install flack in charge in a mayor by conquest situation yeah. so that is the situation as it currently stands it's getting to be about evening Let, let's um let's just go ahead and heal you guys uh, i won't uh you know punish that include spell slots yeah flack james you can decide if flack wants to risk falling asleep here or not no because i was fine okay yeah so the unnamed servant uh, who you had paid for some information and said that he would bring up some ale for you, uh, returns to your room with said ale, and it turns out that his name is Gregory. That is the servant's name. He leaves at your in your at your room enough flagons for all of you and a, and a big pitcher as well um, because you so generously tipped him. So you now are in this room. You have uh, rested a bit, but not fully, so as to not trigger the potential for Spaghetti Clown. I drink the beer. Okay. Is it good? It is good. Great. Yeah, I'll also take a, take a sip, a couple sips. Fletch, you're more discerning. <laughs> <laughs> this might just be this wonderful ale in my system swirling around, but are y'all up for a night mission? You want to do a night heist? Night heist. Night heist sounds awesome. like a night heist. Yeah, it's, let's do it. I'm no, I'm not, I'm no thief, but 
it is funny that a night heist, I think, is actually the dumbest time to do a heist because that's when the person's probably going to be home. But fuck it. Let's go. Yeah, but they might be asleep. Mm-hmm. Well, what if the night spoilers out like spoiling people's dream, this dream, the spoiler of dreams? This, what if he's spoiler. out spoiling dreams? Let's oh, spoil. So do you think he's like a You're Santa so... Claus type figure? Well, yeah, like he could. Who knows? who knows? He could be. Let's do need a cup of coffee. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> this is good ale. Do you remember drinking? Are you, are you mocking his amnesia? <laughs> you do remember some things related to drinking. You remember uh, exchanges with Bjorn, the current steward and former liquor trader, who had gifted you some Royal Hoskin goblets mm. um, that you have uh, either in your possession or back at the mansion. I think it's back at the mansion. Back at the mansion, you probably yeah. don't carry those around with you. Nah. Just some like good times with Bjorn, just you know, uh, hanging out and enjoying a few good beers, talking all things bar and stuff. Yeah, hey, I remember that. I remember drinking. I like it. Dream Police was the reference for Grussell. I got it. I loved it. <laughs> you don't have to keep it in. No, I'm, it, it stays in because it's I tweet out when song. we reference obscure Police. music stuff. <laughs> it's just a really good song. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to go on a night heist. I don't know if we should be seen leaving this in, you know, it'd be a, it'd be good to have an alibi and say that we were here the whole night. So maybe we should sneak out. And is there a window in the room? There is a window in the room. Uh, Look out the window. What's out there? You got a pretty decent room. You're overlooking the town square. So you have a good, (laughs) you have a good view. Well, it's a, it's a corner room. So there are two windows. Okay. You know, and one window overlooks the town square. It has a balcony uh, where you can see that the festivities are in full swing. They have lit the cauldron under the big cheese. Well, I I guess it's become sort of a de facto cauldron. The big fire that they built under the side that the cheese is on, on the big scales, They've lit that fire and they've started to um, warm the cheese. That's they so just cool. melt that thing right there in the oh, scale. That sounds so good. Yeah, they they <laughs> they. What it what it does is it heats up, and then there is uh, Jacques, the cheese man, it, uh, has a huge ceremonial blade, and he scrapes uh, off the cheese as it melts oh, onto yeah. people's awaiting plates. There's a big line of people, and they have plates like, full of like meats and breads and pickles and things. What is that <gasps> called? I mean, obviously it's a, it's like fondue, but like that specific, you're scraping it off the wheel. I see it on my Instagram recommends. Raclette. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. That feels like it was super trendy for. A little bit. It's probably a thing, but just people realize it existed. So there's a big line of people. They all plates full of meats and pickles and, and breads and and stuff. And then uh, Jacques, beaming, drunk off his ass, huge, huge blade. Like it's like a it's like a big, uh, almost like a great great sword, but it has like a super long or longer than a sword handle. Like it's like a two foot handle, and then this huge blade that's probably four feet long and like. Oh, eight or nine inches wide, and he scrapes the cheese down as it heats Uh... and onto people's awaiting plates. And then they go, and then there's music in the square, and people are dancing, and people are having a great time. Man, I kind of want to stab someone with that cheese blade. (laughs) That's not what I was expecting out of your mouth. 
<laughs> I'm just not. imagining that cheese guy is George R. R. Martin for some reason. I think just because <laughs> we're spending so much time talking about it that I'm like, he would love it here. We're just like Food City. We're talking about cheese. Well, uh, that is what you see from this window. Um, yeah. What about the other one? The other window uh, goes out to a back alley, like the space between the inn and the building next to it, which appears mostly dark. There is some light coming out of the front. Like if you you know look towards where like the side of that building that is facing into the square, there is mm-hmm. some light coming out of it, but it's pretty dim. So it might be like a light in the back and you're unable to tell. Uh, just by looking out of this window, if there's anybody in that building. But in the alley itself, it appears pretty dark. What floor are we on? You're on the second floor. Okay. I'm thinking a pass without a trace, and then sneak out this side window, and then scurry about. Oh, and we'll lock the door, too, in case uh, our friend Gregory wants to come back and hit us with a refill. But how's that sound, team? Hold on. Maybe we get a refill now. So then he, <laughs> hold on, hold on, listen, listen, maybe if we get a refill okay. now, then okay. Gregory will be like, well, they got a second, they paid for a second bunch of drinks. There you go. And either the alibi could be Gregory get us some more drinks and we passed out okay. because of drinking and that's why we're so quiet. Good, good. Where's I lost the, other, the orb. The other, yeah, I no, see. I lost the orb. Yeah, okay. Uh, Hey, buddy, I'm down for that as long as you don't actually drink that second beer because this first one seems to have hit you pretty hard. So then let's throw them out the window or something because they need to be drunk so that they they need to appear drank. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Richard goes and orders more beers. (laughs) Gregory! Greg! And she sticks her head out the door. Gregory! <laughs> uh, he comes back up. One more flight. We are. We are. We didn't eat anything, and we're having a grand old party. Yeah, let's black out. <laughs> yeah, Gregory. I. I'm just. So this is so delicious. Uh, oh, is that Mega Greg? Yeah. Inspiration bet. Mm. I want some cheese. How we get some of that cheese? Do are you asking Gregory for some of the cheese? Yes. Oh, I, this, oh, can I? Can you also bring us the big sword? We want this. <laughs> we want that cheese sword. Oh. I, this this is. I'm realizing this is the first time I've ever thought like since elves live. Well, I guess in D and D they're not immortal. But I was like, do we have to eat, or do we just do it? <laughs> I think you do have to eat. You can be killed. Uh, even in even in Lord of the Rings, they can be killed. Yeah, yeah, they expend so, calories, I yeah. guess. So you got to keep the machine running. But um, that's interesting. Like, can they starve to where it's like if, as long as you maintain an elf, it doesn't die. But like, can you starve <laughs> an elf to death? I just have questions. Like a sourdough starter. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are the sourdough starters of Middle Fantasy Earth. peoples. Uh, yeah, uh, Gregory, uh, is confused by the request to bring you the big sword. I, the, the joke, it was a joke, Gregory. Okay. Uh, Marjorie is a little, he's tipsy. <laughs> but he, uh, does bring up a second round, uh, second pitcher of beer. The pitcher, by the way, is, is pretty, really large. So this is a decent ruse. Uh, I want everybody to make sure that they're picturing the right thing and they're not just like, what, one beer? No, this is like a significant amount of beer. Like one of those, like um, a half keg or a mini keg? Like a mini keg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. We used to get those of Heineken. 
that's, <laughs> uh, that's how you do it. It's a, a good ruse, it seems like, uh, from the materials that you have at your disposal. Thanks, Gregory. This will put us down for the night for sure. <laughs> we will be passed out here. And I give him another gold coin. In fact, Gregory, who knows what this is going to provoke in this room, so please don't visit us again until morning. Uh, do not disturb Gregory. And Marjorie takes her cool pass out and, and writes do not disturb and, and punches it through the door handle. If anyone asks, we've been here all night. You guys are acting so suspicious. Yeah, we are laying it on a little thick here. Also, yeah, Marjorie, did you I'm just persuasive? Did you just dispose of your cool pass? Did I? It was just a piece of paper. What if we need to show that we're cool? We have like three other ones. Yeah, for the other three of yeah, us. I'm not are you do saying that, that I cool need pass. a pass to display my coolness? Not to me, Marjorie, and not to anyone know, for- else. Black Chanson. Wait, I have it. Well, this is for after this guy leaves. I I don't say that out loud. Thanks, Greg. Bye. Bye, Greg. Uh, He is Greg. Greg is just uh, focusing on how you've given him more money. And he uh, is like basically like whatever you guys want. Great. Love it. We love Greg. We love people. I'm in a band. (laughs) (laughs) Greg believes that you are cool. Marge. Roll, roll, roll insight to see if Greg believes you are cool. All right. Oh, <laughs> as far as as far as you know, Greg believes you are cool. I have a lot of confidence. A lot of confidence. All right, Greg is gone. You guys are alone in your room. The do not disturb sign is uh, shoved through the door handle, crudely affixed to it. And uh, you have the uh, two uh, large containers of, well, now uh, one empty or at least half empty and one full uh, container of beer. You have this. Fletch plant. goes to have another sip, and I, I put my hand oh on my his God. wrist, and I'm like, "Need you bright, buddy." Uh, <laughs> here's my idea. Okay. What if? And I, the grass. I'm going to have to consult with you on this because I'm not sure how this sure would work. But what if you know how like um because we all have hue lights, right? You know how like there's <laughs> the little thing you can do where you can make them flicker like there's someone home kind of thing. Oh, sure. Can I do that with prestigitation so it looks like we're still here while we're like out? But that's the thing is I don't know if that's like a range. Like, I, I don't know if I can do that. I think there is a range to it. Let me look up the parameters because I, I I want that that's magicking it to to look like the home alone house is uh yeah exactly idea or if it's not prestidigitation something where when someone looks at our window they are just convinced that they think someone is home or something uh i will say i think the best way to do this is to take a a coat rack and put (laughs) Put it near the window and put a jacket over it i think the best way to do this is unseen servant Oh. oh yeah! Oh, or we could leave Put a hat on it here, or you like could leave Marta. That is true. Okay, oh. I'm actually going to do that because unseen servant only lasts an hour. And Marta, Marta lasts is forever. forever. <laughs> <laughs> a Marta is forever. Get your <laughs> get your fiance a Marta. Martas are forever. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Let's have, I, I just won't be able to bring the staff with me, I don't think. Yeah, right. That's gonna have to the staff will, okay. will have to remain. We can make, Hi, she can put a hat everybody. on it. 
Hey, hey Marta. Hey. I'm so I'm so glad to not be in that, that awful box that you guys poked me into oh, a little yeah. bit ago. I was gonna yeah. say I hope Marta's still cool with us. Okay, Marta, don't be mad. Yeah. But he here's here's your reward for all that bullshit that you have to put <laughs> up with. Um, you get to have the room to yourself and you just get to have a lampshade on the head, like Necktie on the head party with a bunch I, of beer. I never got to go on a vacation when I was alive. This is fantastic. Yeah, yeah I don't think they had vacations oh. back then. Not in the I don't army. Think that existed. <laughs> no, we, our lives were very regimented. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have this thing in modern times called leisure, and <laughs> you are now free. You get the night off. You get to hang out in our room. We'll a whole order. night outside of the bones. That's great. Can you eat food? I don't know. Maybe we could try. That can be something fun you can do while we're out to see if you can eat cheese. Maybe we can get you some cheese. <laughs> Basically, just make it look like there's a rip-roaring party going on. Are we able to invite other ghosts? I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> can we have your ghost friends come? Like, can you... Well, you know, I mean, it would be a dead man's party. Yes, it would be... <laughs> As it would be, Marta. Then another That's band. Right. Yeah, sorry. Song. That's a song. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song. Um, I was not doing that on purpose, but yes, that's exactly what this is gonna be. Um can like can she I don't know, like would she be able to like invite some some buddies over? We'll some see old army buddies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens when you guys get back. Uh but Marta's thrilled. Uh, that she gets an opportunity to experience a vacation and uh, a night out in a resort town like Middleton. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, um, Marta is our Hugh Light system <laughs> our, 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 right. to make it look like we're home. We're like she, we're she's like leaving the TV on when you're not there. So <laughs> exactly. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> right. my parents used to do that for sure. Yeah, we, yeah, you have the lights on a timer or whatever. The lights on a timer. Mm. Marta's on a timer. Same. <laughs> What? My parents left the door unlocked and open. <laughs> were you from Canada? <laughs> no, they were hippies. Okay, Marta. Uh, have fun. Don't uh, don't you don't drink anything from the mini fridge. That's Here's twenty dollars here. for pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this should be good. I think we got our alibi at least. You you stand the the staff up and and it 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 stands on its own as Marta's kind of milling about and and doing her ghost thing. Uh, mm-hmm. She like tries out the bed. She's jumping up and down on the bed, um, and the bed uh, reacts uh, mm-hmm. like it, yeah, there's a physical uh, oh that's thing on there. But Marta's weirded out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it Marta is weird looking in her full spectral form where you know she has the black and white talon armor uh very yeah. old style very i e- imagine her looking like joan of arc but like joan of arc like after the burn no <laughs> not after the bur- that like Whoa. 60s version oh yeah yeah with like the quaff and everything yeah it's like just very avant-garde and like really creepy looking yes the short hair yeah marjorie oh for sure short hair marjorie stop yeah. staring I I don't like to see specters of death. She's so. Funny. Oh yeah, Marjorie had that weird uh, uh, death kind of feeling when you guys. Oh yeah, dealt with I'm closer the, uh, to death than any of you in many ways. 
<laughs> Except for Flack, who died. I died. I don't, I don't, I, okay. <laughs> but you're, are you dead? You're like 23. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> Mid-30s. Well, you look great. Oh, thank you. Fletch, yes. you this this is this is a surprise. Yeah, you would oh, no. you would be oh, like off put by Marta and if then you, you didn't stop staring. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's why I oops. But no, oh no, no, no. You 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 had like flashbacks to that adventure. I did. Marta's yeah, like Marta is on not super familiar, but like you're like oh, this is a thing that I don't remember. Like Okay. Yeah, I think that that's that's kind of more the reaction would be like, oh, this must be like, because because you had flashbacks to like the the Rupert of it all. Uh, so that's right. when Marta happened. So you would be like, oh, this is probably part of that crazy adventure where I turned into a different person. Oh, oh, <laughs> I start staring at Marta. <laughs> yeah, we have a ghost friend. God, you don't remember any of that. Uh, no, I I sl- slowly remembering some stuff, but let's uh let's hop out that window. Yeah, we're all set to go. <laughs> let's wanna, get though. You want to cast pass without a trace? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think that we'll have much trouble going through that crowd. I don't think so either. But you can never. Yeah, but we be... gotta make sure that people don't see us coming out the window and are like, "Oh, hey, I saw a group of people." Yeah, coming out the window. Can I roll That's to see if true. there's anybody else climbing up and down the <laughs> buildings and coming <laughs> the out windows? windows? Yeah, sure. just like a regular like thing. Yeah. It does feel like a Mardi Gras vibe outside. I use my tiny eyes. Ten. Uh, it's it's pretty wild outside. And uh, when you look out the front window to the town square, you can see that there's people like climbing on stuff. But the, the buildings don't seem to be particularly crawling with people. It's like uh, crates and, and stands. Uh, intense and things that some people are, you know, like getting a better view of the band on or like getting up on to dance and things. Um, but as far as the building, like immediately opposite you, nobody is crawling on that building. Okay. That building remains uh, the same as far as you can tell. You could you could get rid of my traces. Yes. Cast it. Ugh. Plus 10 to spe- stealth checks. Everybody go ahead and roll those. Nat 20. Oh, hell yeah. 12. Well, you get plus 10, so... Yeah, you get plus 10. 27. And 22. Yeah. So everybody is good and stealthy. Fletch casts a magical uh, veil of shadow uh, around you guys to hide your movements as you climb out the secondary window into the alleyway. From here, I suppose you have some choices. You could climb up onto the roofs, or you could go down to the street level. What do you want? How do you want to... How do you want to sneak? Roofs. Well, then we're going to have to get down from the roof. Yeah, but like, just imagine it. Like, we're moonlit. You know, that is kind of fun. It's a All night right. heist. Well, we need to do moonlit. Because there's yeah. no moon. Oh, so it, uh, it doesn't matter then. <laughs> I guess I'm outvoted. Roof it roof. is. All right. Roof, roof, roof. Hey everybody, Grussell here with a few quick announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 130 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&Dpod on Twitter and D&D&Dpod on Instagram, or email us at D&D&Dpod at gmail.com. Be sure to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash D&D&Dpod. 
got some great stuff over there. People are starting to get their stickers, their first uh, merch rewards. We got our new t-shirt design, which will be coming out soon for those who get t-shirts, new recipes. We coming in June. Uh, exciting stuff over there on the Patreon. Uh, Beth's shop uh, restocked the D&D&D logos. Uh, those are going fast, so be sure to check out her shop, radshop.cool, where you can find uh, all things Beth art-related for purchase. Uh, but if you're interested in a logo and you've been thinking about one, make sure you head over there and get one now. Uh, supplies are running out, so don't delay. Act now. Thanks to everybody who listened to our latest Comfort Foods episode with Swish and Flick. Go check them out on Spotify, Harry Potter Podcast, uh, Harry Potter Book Club Podcast. Uh, Those guys were great to talk to. Listen to that episode if you haven't already. Uh, We had a fun chat about uh, some classic comfort foods uh, and just a nice time, just a nice conversation. Uh, They were uh, fun gals to talk to. So check out Swish and Flick on Spotify and listen to that episode on D&D&D on Spotify. That's it for me. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You guys climb up onto the top of the roof of the melting pot in. It is a <laughs> narrow-ish gap to jump uh, to the next building. I just, I love our team would climb all the way down to the ground and then climb all the way back up to the roof. And they'd be like, but this would be cooler. <laughs> <laughs> way less efficient because we're already down here, but. I don't need a cool pass. I could. We're on the roof now. Oh man, does this mean we're not going to bring like Pete or no. Papa the Warrior Pig? Papa and Marta are having a great time. Yeah, and Pete, Pete's there too. Flutter's <laughs> outside. Flutter's a horse and can't I mean, climb up probably stairs. Or is Papa that would have been inside? I imagined that Papa would have been stabled with butter. That's because what I thought. Papa yeah. is pretty large. He's a large pig. It's a large pig. But Pete's hanging out with Marta? Pete would be inside if you okay. want Pete to be inside. That's what I said. Okay, cool. All right, so the four of you have made it to the roof of the Melting Pot Inn. Uh, if you want to leap and bound across the rooftops of Middleton to get to the mayor's house, you can roll uh, acrobatics or athletics. Okay, I'm definitely okay. rolling yes. that. 23! I'll, I'll do acrobatics. Oh, oh no. net 20. Yeah, Fletch leading the way. Yep. Fleck <laughs> making it, but struggling 21. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> My little legs. Yeah, yeah right. You I have look to, over you have at Marjorie, like flipping around and yeah. My <laughs> feather cloak behind me. Yeah, billowing, slowly falling down as you roll, do a f- somersault in the air across. 
<laughs> while while Flack is like spinning his legs to try to climb up, uh, having just barely made it. Hey Fletch, do you remember my first feather cloak that Flack burnt? And so now I don't have feather fall when I land. Oh yeah, let's definitely bring that back up. <gasps> I <laughs> do remember that. And I, yeah, I, dude, I, I, I called Flack an asshole while flipping. Flag, you're like doing like dips to try to get up and like yeah (laughs) while i'm climbing up i'm like hey hey fletch do you remember the flowers that we had to ignite with someone's rage yeah i don't know if you remember that (gasps) i do wait didn't you didn't you make margin really mad oh but you had to right next time i'll make you next time i'll make you mad i guess you won't even remember wait a minute Do you remember, I remember being really mad? Being really mad at you. you know, <laughs> We've all gotten so pissed at each other at least once. That was you're mad at me? What? Oh. You guys are all like having this conversation as you're screaming across yeah. the rooftops, <laughs> <laughs> flipping very Ninja Turtles like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the celebration in the town square continues and nobody seems to be paying you any mind or have noticed as you circle around these roofs and make your way across the square. Uh, you've now made it past the square a little bit, a couple blocks into the uh, more residential part of the town. Uh, and from the rooftops, you can get a, a look at the surrounding area. Um, you all have night vision. You can see even though it is dark, plenty of stars still in the sky. Uh, so it's not as though the entire sky has blipped out entirely it's not a completely black night there is still uh, a beautiful blanket of mountain sky uh, above you but there is no moon and there should be uh there definitely should be a moon it's not the time of the month for a new moon you can see the mountains rising in the distance uh and the valley below you uh there seem to be some rolling uh fields beyond the town uh in the immediate area and then the mountains are still pretty close. There, there's not a ton. There's not a ton of land to be cultivated in the way that there is in Knights Pass. Uh, but there's, you know, there's some farms and things that you can see from these rooftops. Uh, there's pastures for uh, dairy animals. Just out of curiosity, can Marjorie activate her druid sight? Yes, you could. When you press the emblem of Galadoy on your armor and activate your druid sight druid site there's a blip of uh the the little magical overlay happens and you can see uh heading off in a separate direction from the town uh not the same direction as the main road is the path that you looked at before that leads off uh towards where you believe the ruins uh the elven ruins to be you lose track of the the druid site doesn't extend indefinitely there's a, definitely a range to it so you lose that path in the woods but it tracks with what you know from your maps and what you were told by marcus and argyle the hulet mm-hmm. you also see there's a lair underneath the city there's activations like how you found the hidden door to get into the city there are more of those kinds of hidden things kind of under Middleton. Uh, Ooh, it's as though Middleton doors. is on top of something that was maybe once here or continues to be here and is hidden. Underton. Oh, that perks our Underton. <laughs> <laughs> that, that perks my curiosity. There's also 
a faint glow in the mountains. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Marjorie takes stock of all that. All right. So you guys have reached a rooftop that is across from a particular house that uh, looks a little bit bigger than others. It is up on a hill. Uh, it has a small, uh, short wall around it um, and looks to stand out a bit from the rest of the houses. Uh, there is no particular signage or anything on this house, um, but this this does stand out to you. Is it the house that was pointed out to us as the It fits house? a description. If it's up on a hill, it's across town, it's uh, a little bit fancier. So as far as you know, this is the house that you were sent to. Uh, it is three stories tall and has a pretty sharply steep roof, kind of A-frame-like. It has windows on the first level and windows on the second level in the front and the back. Uh, there seems to be a skylight of some sort on one side of the sloping roof and this like fence area. There's a small like stable, maybe more of more like stalls than a full on stable that is empty. As far as you can tell, there's not there aren't uh, horses or anything latched to it. Uh, and yeah, there's some light coming from the first floor out the windows. And there is also light uh, from one side. The second floor windows. Roll perception to find out any more information about the grounds and the house. Hmm. I rolled a nine. <laughs> 17. Zabbis, you're preoccupied by some of the artwork uh, that has been carved into the wood beams of the house. It's very nice. Fletch <laughs> <laughs> and Margarine, however, you notice that there's also a cellar door in the back on the ground. There's about 30 feet or so of open space between the wall and the house. The stalls cover some of that area, but not all of it, especially, you know, it's a circle, so there's there's plenty of open area between the wall and the house. Uh, the wall and the yard separates this house a bit from the other roofs, so it would be a sig- it would be too far to jump from roof to roof onto this house. There are lamps at the front gate of the wall. There is a lamp uh, near the front door of the house. Both uh, are lit uh, and casting light. There is not a a lamp uh, in the back near the cellar, uh, but there is some light coming from the windows on the first floor. All right, team. What's the plan here? We should look through some of these windows, yeah, to see if anybody's home. The lights are on. Well, (laughs) the lights are on. I have an idea. Oh. You see that skylight over there? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the roof? That's what I'm intrigued about. To look down into the house? Do you want one in our... Yeah. Oh. (laughs) I like, do you want one? (laughs) uh, Well, depending on how much of a uh, uh, security hole this ends up being for them, maybe we'll Well, I already made a hole in... Yeah, I did. I made a hole in the ceiling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if, I don't know if that's been repaired yet, so we can always... We could turn that okay. into a security hole. Yeah. Do you guys want to <laughs> look down that window? Look down that skylight? Let's do it. And maybe someone launched me up there. Well, here's the thing. Oh? Marge, I'm glad that you say that you're willing, because if you'd like, you and I could just uh, dimension door over onto that roof. Marjorie's heart gives a little stutter. She's excited. 
Her little thief, her little thief brain's like, yes, the opportunities. I'm just, yeah. Now I would just like to um have a little bit of of forethought here. What happens once we get over there and the two of us little folk are looking down in there? How can we even possibly report back to you what we see, let alone reunite for whatever the next step of the mission is? You don't still have a rings of secrecy. I was gonna say Zabbis don't two of us. Fletch might too. Yeah, so that works. Theoretically, there we go. So, with the rings of secrecy, it wouldn't be like talking into a, a a mic. It would be more like we're yelling at each other. It's just that no one else can hear us. No one else can hear you. Okay, that's so cool. That means one of you is going to have to give one of us your rings. Let you give Flack your ring because I'm not sure if you know how to use it. Oh yeah, you might. Oh yeah. Hey, bye. What? By the way, dude, we have these rings. Oh yeah. <laughs> you and, like check uh, your hand, and you have like a couple of rings yeah. that you uh, forgot. So like you also one. have the ring that uh, the one guardsman gave yeah. you in Quarterton. Right. <laughs> what? It? All right. Yeah, is that one? That one does really cool stuff. But since you probably don't even remember how to use it, you can just hand that over to well, me. That's a little patronizing, but I will give it over to you, <laughs> and I will talk Thanks, to Zabis about using it. Here we go. Okay. Uh, I cast Dimension Door with my giant music note that opens up. And since Marjorin is a willing creature who is of my size or smaller, she goes with me. That's true. Through this. And I, I just, uh, I can arrive at exactly the spot desired within range. With it's, I'm assuming it's within 500 feet. Yes. All right. Be within 500 feet. Pop me out onto that roof, daddy. You're there. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. Three stories up in no time at all. Let's find out if you catch yourself and have you guys mm-hmm. roll acrobatics. Oh, no. Are we just chilling down here? You yeah. guys are on a different roof. 25. Yeah. Okay. Flack is fine. 26. Margarine is fine. Oh, nice. You guys do catch oh, yeah. yourselves. We look cool when we do it, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we look at each other and, and nod. Yeah. <laughs> You guys now uh, have a clear view into the skylight. Uh, the skylight looks into what looks to be a lavish bedroom, a uh, bedchamber of some kind. The, there is no light in this in this room. There's no candle or anything lit. I, when caging this place, I wanted to be like specifically looking for strong smells. Does it smell any different on top of this house? Next to this window, like I'm, I'm putting my nose up to the cracks here. Roll perception. No, four. <laughs> uh, I'm all you can really smell now is the melty, stinky cheese is per, is pervasive among the town. There's now this big melting, uh, stinky cheese in the center of town, and the wind is carrying it in the direction of you guys, and that is overpowering your sense of smell. Like, I'm, t- I'm trying to get some goop sense, and all I can smell is cheese. It's very strong. <laughs> okay, so it's a lavish bedroom. It's a lavish, be- lavish bedroom. There are no uh, lights uh, lit in it. When you're looking through it, it seems that uh, this room hasn't been touched in a while, from what you can tell. there's it's It looks rather dusty. There's some cobwebs in the corner. Uh, there are still some papers, uh, strewn about on one of the tables. Uh, the candles look like they have been burned down to the holders, which are covered in wax, uh, melted wax. 
it, it looks as though it's been a bit since anybody has been in this room. This is a safe room. We can just sneak down in here. For sure. But how would we get our larger friends to join us? Because I'm assuming this is going to be on the third floor of the house, right? This room. Well, the only entrance yeah. point that I saw from the other roof would be the cellar. Because you need to stay away from those lights in order to sneak properly. Yeah. Uh, since we're on the roof, we can, you know, have any perspective that we want. So I go around to the back of the house. And mm. I'm kind of like looking over and peering around. What do I see? Any other entrances? There's a back gate that looks like kind of a garden gate that is in the back side of this wall, uh, this circular wall uh, that goes into a little wooded area, shrubs and things like there are in the front. Uh, there, There is a dim light that is coming from the first floor. You're unable to tell from this perspective if it is emanating from a room that borders the outside wall or not. The cellar door is uh, closed and chained uh, with what looks to be a rudimentary lock, as best you can tell. Uh, there is are those stalls that I talked about where you would hitch horses, but they are empty. There also uh, appears to be like a cultivated area, like a uh, that where you would plant like um, row crops, a small area. For that in the backyard um, and there's some like old crockery and, and pottery that looks discarded in the back like a refuse pile in the meantime I'm trying to get the window open okay oh, roll the thieves tools oh 10 oof it's not hot dice summer for Beth yet <laughs> not yet <laughs> no the the skylight window is giving you some trouble it, it is it's like painted shut Oh, I hate it when they do this. Nice old buildings, too. Um, I, I have the rings of secrecy, so I shout over. Hey, uh, Zabas and Fletch, around back might be better. There's not lights. There's a little dim light. But maybe if you hop down and then come around back, you can hop over the, the outside wall. And then maybe we could get you up here somehow. Uh, can you can you ask him if he sees anybody, Zabas? Yeah. Hey, do you guys see anyone? Or are you good? Uh, do I see anyone? You don't see anybody. Uh, the only people that you see seem to be, um, you know, headed towards the town square. So, like, some of the surrounding uh, houses, there's a couple of people who are leaving. Maybe they waited until the festival really got going to to uh, attend. But everybody is filtering into the square, the, the only activity that you can see people-wise. No one back here. Okay. Yeah, These plants. Good. They're all, yeah, just plants. All right, let's, uh... Hopefully, that's not a trap. Plants are our friends. That, yes, they are. When Flack comes yeah. back, I'm using the crowbar to try to get the edges oh, what, of the paint. What, what's okay, here? roll thieves' stools or roll side of hand with advantage now with your crowbar. I'm trying to get this window open. Fuck! I rolled a one! <laughs> oh, no. Just smash that window. Oh. <laughs> and even my better roll is 13. Oh, that's right. It was advantage. Frankly, I, I hope, I wish I smashed it. 13 will open the window, but with a noise. There's a clang oh. as the uh, window drops down into the, into the room. It doesn't shatter. It's some pretty thick glass, which is part of why it gave you some trouble to begin with. It just kind of drops, like you like knock it out of its frame. 
uh, and it drops. And when it lands on, uh, let's say it lands on the bed, and that's why there isn't any more noise. So you're fortunate that in in that way. But there is a like you you hit the roof with a hammer kind of sound. But you freeze for a second uh-huh. based off of flax uh, <laughs> exacerbated response, um, and you wait for any kind of activity to I'm indicate doing a perception that- check. <laughs> fucking nine <laughs> <laughs> nothing immediately happens that you can uh perceive there n- the door to this room doesn't open uh there n- lights don't turn on nobody comes out of uh, any of the first floor entrances things seem unchanged i will say if we do get a skylight installed i would recommend hiring whoever did this one because <laughs> that would make me feel more confident <laughs> And I'm just going to swing down into the room. Okay, well, I'm going to go look at where (laughs) our friends are. Uh, Where are they at this point? I mean, I assume we've like hopped down and because you said come around the back, right? Made your way across. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Roll stealth. Uh, You still have pass without trace, so still plus 10 to it uh, to get. Oh, 29. I got that one. Oof. Oh, my God. I'm not with that guy. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Zabbos is able to sneak across to the stalls, uh, the horse stalls, and climb up on top of there, where, because of the A-frame, Flack, you can kind of scurry down to the bottom of the A and uh, reach across to the stall and help Zabbos get up onto the roof. Uh, But, Fletch... Uh, you trip over some of that refuse, some of the discarded pottery and stuff, and there's just, it's just, it's just breaking pots. You're just, you're just, it's just looking for rupees. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, were there, was there any, like, money in the pots? (laughs) Or bombs? (laughs) Or arrows? <laughs> what is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is just finding new bombs in the box. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> if you look for stuff, if you want to look for stuff, roll perception if you're looking for stuff in, in the. <laughs> sure. Damn it. 15. Remember, guys, we're all still a little buzzed. <laughs> That's true. That's especially true. especially. <laughs> Uh, Fletch, you pick up some of the, uh, pottery that you broke and you look at it and you're looking around to try to see if any of this is of any value. Maybe in a little bit of a, uh, tipsy stupor looking around like, oh, I, I tripped over this. Maybe it's important. Um, and, uh, you see that there is an emblem, uh, on some of this pottery that's like half cracked that indicates a jug pouring into like pouring some sort of liquid uh, and the liquid starts to form a a wheel of cheese as it's pouring. So it's like a partially formed wheel that the liquid is, is forming. And that's, that's the emblem that was on this uh, pottery. And it looks like that's on a few of these these types of crops. I'd like to take that emblem with me. (laughs) Yeah. It's just a shattered piece of pottery that you can easily put in one of your, your sacks. I just realized I I want to believe that we all were so insistent on like doing the rooftop stuff just because we're so buzzed and like you just want to climb stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <You're drunk. laughs> it's true. For sure. It's it's so tempting. Yep. <laughs> but after that, there 
again, like when Marjorie knocked the window out of its frame, uh, there does not appear to be any kind of reaction. This is so suspicious. And Fletch is able to get over to the stall and climb up on top of it. And Zabbis and Black help him across. Nobody heard that. Did I hear it from the bedroom? Ooh, uh, roll perception with advantage. I am definitely in there looking. Very ugly dice Uh, winter. Uh, Best roll was a 10. (laughs) Uh, No, you don't hear uh, him. You're in the room and you don't really hear much of anything. There's like some kind of creaking house sounds. You can hear faintly the din of the festival. That's just kind of pervasive. Din is such a writer's word. Din, yeah, I love it. (laughs) And you are looking around Marjorie in this room. And it looks like this is kind of a master bedroom of sorts. Uh, There is another window that looks out past uh, into the backyard where just through that you can see uh, the corner of the refuse pile that uh, Fletch just vacated frame from as you look up. Um, But you don't hear the the shatters because another thick pane of glass is covering that. Mm -hmm. And in this room, you see a big above the bed. There's a big tapestry. That's woven. Uh, and this features the same emblem that I just described to Fletch of a jug pouring into pouring a liquid that creates a wheel. Below this uh, image on the tapestry is a depiction of Middleton. There is, it, it appears to be a very old thing. I, don't, I didn't want to say tapestry again, but it's not a garment. It's a woven thing. Rug, textile. whatever. Textile. Yes. Um, and it appears very old. It's faded uh, from the light. Presumably that would be coming in from the skylight. Yeah, next to the bed, there's a cup that uh, has some mold growing in it. Ew. Ew. <laughs> yeah, some like moldy food crumbles, uh, crusts of things on that table that had those papers that are all covered in dust. The doorway uh, to this room has been replaced, but the hinges are broken. Like the the frame, yeah, the frame is broken. But somebody somebody put the door like just put the door back, but didn't repair anything. Like they just leaned the door back up against the jam, kind of. Um, so the door to this room is not entirely closed. Oh. Uh, as a result, wait, what? Like shit? I'm not in there yet, am I? Or am I? You guys yeah. could, in theory, guess, hop back. I guess, hop yeah, in, let's yeah. hop down. Yeah. Do we have to roll uh, for that? No, acrobats? James, don't yeah. say ask. <laughs> We're playing D&D, Mike. Yeah, but- Teacher, do we have any homework for... Fuck a 12. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry, what kind of role is that? Uh, acrobatics or athletics. Healer's <laughs> choice. Yeah, well, Be careful of the big slab of glass. Okay, I got 19. We're good. Uh, let's call it a group check. You guys help each other down, so right. Flack is able to get in. Thanks, uh, DM. No That's problem. That's why I'm the DM. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now you're all in this room, um, and you see the things that I described to Marjorie. There's a seating area, a fireplace. It's uh, the furnishings are nice but old, a little bit dated. Uh, Marjorie, this would have been a style that would have been popular when you were young. I love it. Like this is the kind; these are the kinds of rooms when you like first started thieving. This is so what it's kind I of nostalgic. Almost uh-huh. these kinds <laughs> of kind of tacky rooms were uh, 
my dream as a child that I would one day own a mansion and be able to decorate in such splendor. Mm-hmm. And I still yeah. feel that way. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's like a lot of uh, like brass and shit that like is totally tacky oh, now. Yeah, those papers though. I'm I'm bloodhounding over to those papers. You uh, blow talk. some dust off of the papers. Uh, and it billows up into the uh, into the air. Roll a Constitution saving throw. Oh, yeah. don't cough. Yeah, I just instantly felt like sniffly. <laughs> oh, dirty twenty. Oh, nice. You're fine. Uh, you uh, exhale quickly and blow the dust away from you. I'm from the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Not your first dusty document. Not at all. And uh, you see that these are official documents. Uh, they're city documents. They're dated from about a month or so ago. Uh, the most recent ones, some are, some are older. The most recent uh, ones, which have ink that's still legible, others have faded or molded over. Like there's some mildew even on some of these papers. Uh, but the most recent paper, you're able, able to tell that these are dispatches detailing ban- bandit uh, attacks as well as monster raids. Um, That is what most of this is focused on. Can I do a perception check to see if they're... um, I mean, I guess if they're in the mayor's house, they're going to be legit. And I couldn't tell from looking at them if they were fabricated, like the contents. So I guess never mind. Well, check the dates. I'm suspicious. A month ago. And more. Can... Could I? I'm very intrigued by the door mm-hmm. of this room because it's super weird. Is there a way to tell? Because you said what? It was definitely like broken or something. Yes, it does look broken. You Is can roll investigation to get more information about I it. I want to know what way it was broken, like yes. in or out. Investigation will tell okay. you that. You succeed on the roll. 14? That's good enough to see that it was kicked in from the outside. Ooh, okay. It was broken in from the outside. Uh, when you look at the like the outward facing side of the door, there are uh, tool marks on it, as well as next to the handle and the lock. The latches broke off inward, uh, and it was broken in from the outside to come in. But it was replaced the way that it was replaced. Like it, it was set. It was set back to, to kind of close off this room. You don't really, you're not able to really get much information about that. That's so weird. Oh. I have a feeling, you guys, that anything that was actually important in here is not here anymore. Yeah. Barmir Lockhart. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I don't have it in my notes. Do we know the timeline of the mayor terms? Well, Do we let, know? Uh, did I, ooh, did I pull the, uh, Oh, man, I don't think I grabbed the flyer off of the wall that was all of the rules. How recently did Thran and Cran come into power? Uh, Very recently, just days. Days, okay. And how long ago was Francois Fromage, uh, French cheese, French cheese, how long ago was French cheese mayor? When these papers were dated, as best as you have the information of, would have been during his time. Varmir's so Lockhart was very short reign. Was- was brief but uh intense from what you can tell. And Francois from from his year like was the mayor beforehand. Was the mayor yes. before him. So these documents are most likely from Aja and uh he was the one who was blamed 
by Lockhart for the Bandits and Monsters. So here Correct. we have documents talking about Bandits and Monsters. Hmm. We should take these. Oh, definitely. And I gather up uh, all of the papers that don't smell too bad. Uh, you have uh, official Middleton documents in your possession. Uh, should we look for a basement? There's two other floors. I know that you like basements, Fletch, but... <laughs> well, I was just... I was, maybe Flintheart's down there. I get it. I feel like there's always, like, cool stuff Who's in the Flintheart? Flockheart? <laughs> Who? Lockhart? Lockhart? I think you're mashing up the two mayor's names. Yeah, it's Lockhart. Fletch cool. snuck more beer than he's letting on. Yeah, <laughs> I must not have uh, been keeping too close an eye on him. I just whip out, I just whip out a beer like, in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Fletch still has it. He's, he's, he, f- he found the, the bar cart in the corner of the room. <laughs> this was never a problem before. <laughs> before that injury, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Um, Fletch is going to dip Monk and take some drunken master levels. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's, I suppose let's move this door aside and take a, take a peek through the rest of the house. Yeah, I'm fine following Marjorie's lead here because she is a thief and I am just a child. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, you and I, Zabbis, have been the most stealthy on this particular mission. You weren't up on this roof when Marjorie knocked out the glass quite loudly. How else would we have gotten in here and no one knows? No one found us. Knocking out the glass quietly. I tried that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't want the blame if something goes wrong, so lead the way, Marjorie. Yes, sir. D&D&D is a Spotify-exclusive podcast written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, James A. Janice, and Chelsea Rebecca. Next time on D&D&D. Marjorie, what do you want to wager? If if I win, give me one of your daggers. <gasps> I thought you wanted to wager money. No, money's useless. We have infinite. <laughs> <laughs> God told us we did. <laughs>